0: Hey, Lovebird, it's me, Stephanie, CEO of The Good Love Company and leading relationship expert. You're about to start transforming your love life from the inside out with the So Good podcast. I've been widely considered the leader in the love coaching space and have worked with super achievers all around the world for over six years. Here, you're not going to find cheesy dating tips or fluffy nonsense. No manipulative tactics either, because my work is about understanding behavior, identity and motivation. Pair that with energetic work, somatic healing, and ooh, your love life is about to get so good. These talks are designed to inspire, provoke, and guide you on your journey home to take you and your love life to heights you've never thought possible. If you're wanting more from your relationships, better connection, hotter sex, self-love tips, and emotional mastery, then stick around. It's about to get so good. I'm glad you're here. What's up and welcome back to another episode of So Good. It is me, Stephanie, your hostess. I'm so excited to bring you guys this episode. One of the topics that comes with every single one-on-one client I have. I have not worked with one person that I can think of where this topic didn't come into our, our mentorship and our coaching. I think it's something that everybody moves through including myself. And it's this idea of really learning how to drop what you expect your love life to look like. Really surrendering and dropping the expectation of what you think the person's gonna look like, how they're gonna be, when it's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen. And while that gives your brain a lot of work to do, which it loves, your brain loves to solve a problem, it is a really poor use of your mental energy. So today we're gonna to be talking about really how to drop the idea of what love is supposed to look like, specifically with your dating life. So if you're ready, if you're ready. I'm clearly in a silly, goofy mood. Cue the Shamar more TikTok sound. But I, like I said, this topic is my jam. My zone of genius is just lit up for this one. So without further ado, let's get into it. You might be asking yourself, well, why Stephanie? Why do I need to drop the idea of what it's supposed to look like? Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Aren't I supposed to come up with a vision board and write out my list and know all the details and think about it 24 seven and then manifest it into existence? Well, that's what we've been taught. I fell for that too. And I want to open your mind to another potential viewpoint and possibility of how I teach my clients how to really create and and call in what you want. So the reason why I say it's really important to drop the idea of what it's supposed to look like is because the human mind has in its own brilliance, extremely limited capability. It knows what it knows based on memory, based on habit, based on the familiarity. So it's really, really challenging to try and create this this concept for a future-based scenario from the mind of our current self. Now just, just roll with me here, follow me along. The idea of letting go of what it's supposed to look like is really about the surrender aspect to the fact that humans only know a fraction. There is no denying that there is universal magic ebbing and flowing in every which way. So many of the most amazing things that have ever happened in your life have likely been things that have happened out of the blue. Surprises that you had no idea how to even comprehend. Your best friend is probably someone, unless it's a sister or or someone that you're related to, was probably someone that you met randomly in school or at a job and you had no prior knowledge that you would meet this person, but you did. And holy crap, you met a girl that you just vibe with, one of your best friends ever. So why can't we take that element of surprise and and magic and potential higher vantage point of vision than the the human monkey mind who is just constantly in repetitious decision making and oftentimes reptilian produced decisions. So a lot of the times the thinking that we have is based on essentially pulling out file folders from our memory and going, well, this is what I did before. This is what I've liked in the past. This is what I've seen other people like. So I'm going to essentially take this on and then go out into the world and demand that I get that exactly. And what what happens often is we get really disappointed when it doesn't work out like that. And so the antidote to that is really understanding that it's, it's massively important to remember that there is so much more that you haven't experienced. There are so many flavors and feelings and emotions and people and experiences that you haven't even thought that could happen to you. And the only way that we allow that in is to really incorporate an element of surrender and and magical awareness of, of how neat and mysterious the universe actually is. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could whip out your phone anytime you wanted relationship help from a legit love expert and just got the answer to your problem solved like immediately and more than a two minute fluffy, You got this. <laughs> Unlike other love coaches, I go hard and boxer. My private clients love this perk because let's be real, most of the real stuff happens in between traditional calls. But now for the first time ever outside of my high level one-on-one, I can be in your back pocket. Introducing Back Pocket Love Coach, 30 days private tailored one-on-one with me, Stephanie. Former lovebirds who snagged this brilliant opportunity got tailored coaching when they needed it. And some of them used it to squash anxiety about dating, how not to fuck up a new connection. Some used it to move through breakups. Some used it to move through healing their own bullshit, preventing them from having the love of their life. Everyone has their own things and I'd love to support you. Because honestly, stop bugging your girlfriends and actually text a pro. Here's what's in it for you. The best relationship expert, hey, at your fingertips. Mentorship without a long-term contract. Exclusive framework concepts and tools tailored to you that I only reserve for private clients confidence in yourself as a woman to actually be in love like an adult. Revived relationships, hotter sex, less bickers, ease in dating, I could go on. What's the energy exchange? One month of private boxer access is 1000 USD. Find out more at sogood.love or as always DM me B-P-L-C to get started. So I want to give you an example from my personal life. When I was in my 20s, I lived downtown Toronto, I was going to be a publicist, I was going to work in fashion magazines, that's what I went to school for, funny how things change and I really remember thinking that my person was going to be older than me, salt and pepper hair, he would probably work at Bay and Bloor, uh, have a great car right? That's where I was at 23. Those are my priorities. I just really thought that that flashy business older guy vibe. I thought we would drink martinis and live in a brownstone with exposed brick and we would go to the farmer's market on our off days and just be this like business couple who had a boat and, and went for walks like that's truly what I thought. I had no clue but I watched Pretty Woman when I was a little kid and I had crushes on certain archetypes that were missing in my childhood. So any man that had say an older fatherly figure or security or comfort or money, that was a wound from my own childhood. So I would I would see that type of person and then have an attraction for that. But it was all based from prior knowledge. It was all based of, this is familiar, this is what I've seen, this is what's expected, this is the stereotype, this is what the movie did. And so I would base all my decisions on that instead of what's actually important, which is what I'm gonna get into next. As you know, the irony of my, who I thought my person was, is so far from what the universe placed in my lap, it's hysterical. My partner is, how, wait now, how many? Eight years younger than me. He drove a bike to work. I don't even think he had, we met at work. I don't even think he had his full license. He had an m M&M m poster on the wall, a bong on the table and had a futon. That is a far cry from having overpriced, expensive drinks at these posh places in Toronto. Going out on King West every night, like I really thought that that was what I was was in store for me, because it was just based on what I had seen, where I had been. I had no idea that ten years later I would be alcohol free, sober. My partner doesn't drink either, and realizing the actual important things, and the only way that I got that was when I completely surrendered and dropped the idea of what I thought it would look like. So I'm going to teach you guys, we're going to get right into it. So how do you do that? We, we now know why we, we now understand that there, there is an element of magic. There is an element of fate, there is an element of synchronicity. And when we are so rigid and structured in he has to be this tall, he has to have this job, he has to be this personality, he has to like this kind of music, he has to fit in with my friends, all of these prerequisites that we get so fixated on, we say we're writing out our manifestation list. But really, it's these judgment expectation, must be this must be that must be this must be that. And you really close off so much potential magic because you're basically going off your own egoic wish list your your Amazon wish list we're just going to add things to the cart but it never checks out and i think to myself like wow if i had completely judged my now partner i would i would not have the life i have i'm so emphatic about this concept in romantic love because We only know what we know, and I'm gonna say it again, we only know what we know. It is so important to really question, what is it that I actually want? What prerequisites am I putting around myself, and why, are they helpful, are they effective? I see this most often in things like age, race, weight, status, anything that society would deem as not the norm, an eyebrow raise. And again, it's all relative based on your own belief system, culture, where you're from, what you're exposed to. But the reality is people are judgy motherfuckers. And that's just what it is. So as soon as we can just say it and know it, we can go, oh, okay, they're, they're gonna judge. So now that we know that, what if I just wanted to have a happy, loving, great, exciting, connected, sensual relationship. And what if that was the the prerequisite? What if that was the list and you threw away the idea of, but it has to come in this package and it has to be at this time and this day and Our paths have to cross and it can't be on an app and it's got to be in real life and he can't be like this and, oh, he's divorced and, oh, I don't know about that. And what about this? And he didn't do that. I hear this all the time. And I look at these women and I get it. I've been there. And I say, you're really putting a lot of pressure on the universe to rearrange what it has in store for you to accommodate what you say that you want. So if the universe has this really big Lamborghini waiting for you, and you're like, "No, no, 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 I want the corolla. I want the 1991 corolla, please, 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 please please, please, where is it? Where is it? I'm waiting, I'm waiting." And the universe is like, "But I got a Lamborghini. It's just like, I'll give it to you in like eight months. But you can have a Lamborghini in eight months. Oh, no, 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 no. I want the Corolla now and make sure that it doesn't have working tires, but I can have it in an hour. Cool. And that's what's going on when we're trying to to fixate on how it's going to look. The timeline, the person, there are a lot of things that you can do to be specific and focused, but... I see a lot of women really box themselves in. Maybe you're one of them with this preconceived notion of it has to be like this. And it's kind of like you're, you're walking around with like one eye shut and then disappointed. And it honestly, it breaks my heart because I'm like, no, 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 no. There's so much magic. You've got to figure out what you actually want in terms of person, character, Energy, how do you want to feel? The relationship of your dreams. Let's just, let's take a moment and and close our eyes. Let's just take a moment and go into like romantic fantasy land. I want you to imagine for a moment you had the relationship you've always wanted. Literally like, holy shit, it's happening. I can't believe it. I've never felt this way. You feel seen, connected. You trust him. You feel safe. The sex is unbelievable. You actually have a connection, not this toxic entanglement. It just feels good. It feels light. Can you feel that? So let's say that it's yours. Let's say that like 10 out of 10, like tracking order, like it's on the way. Would you really give a fuck where you met the person? Or if they were 5'11 or 6'2? or if they had a job in human resources or a bud tender? Would you really care? Because let's also say that you're obviously attracted to them. There's obviously a physical connection because I always get this, well, I wanna be attracted to them. And I'm like, who's who says that that's the caveat? Who said that that's the quid pro quo is that you can have a great guy but you can't be attracted to him. It's not one or the other, because when we decide to pull in and create an energy and then embody the person who is ready and has that equal match, attraction and chemistry are obviously part of the package. It goes without saying. Like, again, perfect relationship for you. Like, ideal relationship for you. Everyone has their own ideal dynamic. My personal relationship has a dynamic that is very different from other relationships that I've seen, but it's fabulous and it works for us. So your dream relationship, and I would hope that would include orgasms and laughter and hot sex and kisses and attraction and cuddles, like that's in there because believe it or not, it's not one or the other. It's not, well, he's gorgeous, but a fuck boy. Or he's a real nice guy, but I'm just not attracted to him. We're done with that. If that is your pattern, if it's either he's nice but I'm not attracted, or he's hot but a fuck boy, please continue to follow my work. Please DM me on how we can work together. Please continue to listen to this podcast because that is a trap that you must get out of. Take it from me, it ain't fun. The solution and the the real way to make romantic love and the journey to quote unquote get there, are you ever really there? Is all about surrendering the the human egoic expectation. That's the hardest part. If you can get that, I teach this in my private work. It's one of the core foundational pillars of the Good Love Co methodology. We talk a lot about this when I work on energetic neutrality with clients and identity introspection, massive things that you have to learn if you want relationships to be easy, leaving room in the timeline, letting it look different. Like who cares? Why do people think that? Oh, by the time I'm 30, this has to happen. By the time I'm 35, this has to happen. That's not factual. Because my fiance at 21 was ready to have a baby. That's pretty rare. Most people would go, he's not ready to have a baby, but he certainly was. He had two kids by 24. So who's to say that ages and timelines have to look a certain way? I hear people all the time saying, well, I don't don't want to meet on an app. It's not real life. Uh, Do you look at your phone every single moment of the day? Are you not living in the real world? We have to really stop this idea That we get to decide, I want this amazing, magical love, but I'm gonna control the delivery. I'm gonna control the timeline. I'm gonna control his height. It's wild. Your best bet is to take out your paper that you've written your ideal person list, because most of you have written a list a time or two, and look at every single line item that is a, I guess, characteristic or, a presentation, or something that could be applied to anybody. So tall, hot, fit, things that don't actually say much about the specific person. And if you want more help on that, go back and listen to, I believe it's episode seven, character versus characteristics. Because as soon as you whittle down and really flush out the energy and the, the vibe that you're creating, The universe will fill the slot and you will naturally be attracted to that. So that's it for me today. We came in, we dropped the bombs. Hopefully you took some notes. This is a short and sweet one. But ladies, I really want you guys to let this sink in and and please let me know what you think of this episode. I love when you share screenshots on Instagram and send me DMs. I will always shout you out. If you want to talk about the options of how you and I can personally move through this, please send me a DM as well or email hello at goodloveco. And as per usual, please leave a five-star review and let a babe know who needs to hear this. I make these episodes for you. They are such a treat. Uh, thank you for spending some time with me today. Oh, that was so good. I'll Talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right, lovebirds, there you have it. I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed that little pocket of time we spent together. It means the world to me. If this episode landed, if you felt like you got some mic drops, I'd love to know in the comments. Feel free to leave a five-star review as well. That always feels good. And if you know anyone who would benefit from listening to this, send her my way. Today's episode was so good, and I'll see you next time. Been that high.